Hi, I'm Shelly. And I'm Cam. And this is Translating ADHD. Last week, we talked about distraction and how it relates to completion. And this week, we want to continue that conversation by looking specifically at completion. Those of us with ADHD tend to think of completion as the point in which we are totally done. We have done the big project. We have met the big goal. We've gotten there. Well, Cam, that sounds a lot like destination thinking to me. And we talked about this many episodes ago, sort of journey versus destination thinking. What we didn't ever circle back to that we'd like to now is something we did touch on in that episode that we like to call the big agenda. Now, what is the big agenda? The big agenda is the work that Cam and I both do with our new coaching clients. And this work is around finding the positive outcomes that are linked to the challenges that our client is having. So when coaching clients first come to us, they come with their pain leading the conversation. This is what I want to solve. These are the challenges I want to fix. So clients come with their dilemma, their challenge. And that's how they, that's how we meet them is they have a dilemma and there's ADHD that's kind of mixed in with that dilemma. They've been working on a problem, trying to solve a problem and it's a pain point. And uh, humans are, are, we're, we're notorious for, you know, trying to solve our own problems. And so when you reach out to a coach, it's, you've been working on this problem for some time. And you and I both know this is that we're typically working with adults with a, diagno- a recent diagnosis of ADHD. So there's years of trying to work these dilemmas of how do I be on time? How do I um, get things done? Right? How do I manage distractions? Um, how do I build coherent relationships? How do I work better in a team? And that's where they are. And so what we do in coaching is a couple things. First is we meet them where they are and we start to tweak that topic, that challenge, because it's often a double negative. Cam, help me make this go away. I need relief from this negative. And so in coaching, what we want to do is go and look at what's that positive reframe. And this is determining goals for coaching, that we develop an agreement and we're going to get to a goal. So these are kind of these goals that we establish. And it's, uh, okay, here's a coaching term and a co-creating or designing the alliance to get a sense of what are we trying to do here together. That's really important because that creates a frame. And listeners, you've been hearing us talk about context. That provides context for the coaching work. So you've got the dilemma, then you've got the goals that we establish. Guess what? There's a whole nother rich area that's available. And it's really about that journey thinking versus destination. Yeah. So when I have the big agenda conversation with my clients, I like to use this metaphor. Think of your big agenda like building a house. So we can't worry about 
what kind of roofing tiles we're going to put on when we haven't even dug out the foundation yet. So the goal is not to slap together a house as quickly as possible. The goal of the big agenda is to give us some signposts so that as we're digging out and laying that foundation, we can tell, are we moving closer to this person you want to become in this process? Are we taking steps on the journey to these positive outcomes? And the thing is, is the positive outcomes don't have to be super specific. A lot of my clients' big agenda points have to do with their values, what's important to them, and who they are, but they're not super concrete statements. It's about living in integrity by living my values and living to who I am and who I know I can, I can be. It's not about hitting this checkbox and this checkbox and this goal and this marker specifically. Yeah. I want to add in there. So values and needs to start to consider what are your basic needs? They're unique to each of us. What are your core values? What are you passionate about? Where are you incensed? That's often a value that's being compromised and purpose. So it's hard to quantify purpose. And as you said, it's like, we can do the checkbox thing. And that's something that we do as coaches. But there's also this, what we call big C coaching, is coaching to the, that person, that foundation, as you were saying, the foundation of their house, those, those structural elements that can't be denied. And the reason why we're, one, one reason why we're very interested in that is because guess what? There's motivation in there. When we're able to be true to ourselves and our calling, then we can activate more effectively. We can overcome that inertia that ADHD creates to take that action, to take that first step when otherwise we wouldn't feel like it or not wanting to, or it's boring. So this is the work of big agenda. And this is a time also that we were talking about this last week, Shelley, right? Our clients are seeing an opportunity for more time of reflection, right? Just the, 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 the situation that's happening out in the world, we have more time to think about these things. And so we encourage you to reflect on what matters. And often when we do that and you have ADHD, the first knee-jerk reaction is to respond with regret, frustration. The woulda, shoulda, coulda. Well, I should have, I should have done this or if only. And to step back from that perspective, because it's a perspective, and to really consider what is that bigger agenda that is out there. Because when you start to determine that, it's like a compass, a compass that gives us direction. So I want to step in here, Cam, and give some examples of big agenda points 
that my clients have come up with. I'm not going to share whole big agendas because one, they're deeply personal. And two, I don't have (laughs) the memory recall to pull up one entire big agenda for you anyway. But instead, I'm going to share some points from different clients just to kind of give our listeners a feel for what these conversations look like. Some are fairly specific. My student client is getting a specific degree to go to work in a specific field to a specific end. This is her passion. Okay. So her big agenda is about being successful as a student on the journey to her career. Some are a lot more vague. My client who is job hunting right now, his big agenda is around helping people. That's what he loves to do. And he was not empowered to do that in his previous role at all. In fact, when he first came to work with me, he was not thinking he wanted to leave the role he was in. It was our work around his values and what matters to him and the fact that this job was so in conflict with who he is that led him to realize that he wanted to make a change. So on the one hand, we have a very specific big agenda that is leading to a pretty probable destination. We don't know what all the stepping stones along the way are. And my client is very okay with not knowing whether she's going to go to grad school or if she's going to get a job after this. But it's leading in a certain direction. Whereas on the other hand, I have this client whose only big agenda point is I want to be in a role where I can do well and I can help people. Those are great examples. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking about my own experience with discovering my big agenda. And the key word there, I think there's a, there's a key term there and that's role. I think that with ADHD, we can being a sort of a Jack of all trade, master of none. We can see ourselves in a lot of different roles, kind of dabbling. And I was a dabbler, big time dabbler. And so related to that prolific idea generator that we've talked about. Um, I'm going to name it the freewheel kaleidoscope machine up there on Mount Rainier. It's right next door to the big idea generator, the freewheel kaleidoscope machine. And so imagine a kaleidoscope hooked up to a freewheel spinning. The kaleidoscope is that device you look through and you see all the little patterns, Well, for us, we're looking at something and there's a pattern and then it changes. We have this amazing ability to look at a situation and then consider all the permutations, slightly different angles of view. And that's what I would get caught up into is I'd see something and try to kind of pin it down and assign my role, right? Like, okay, this is my role in this situation. And I go to attack or do or complete. And then all of a sudden, the picture changes. The kaleidoscope shifts, the picture changes, and it's confusing to me and disorienting. And this was because I didn't have a sense of who I was, because who I could be was really infinite. Infinite to the degree of overwhelm and shutdown. Boom, cam offline. 
And so this has been a big struggle for me for years. And so I've had a position, the sense of teacher, coach, but that's not necessarily the role or how it's, how the big agenda informs that. So when I did my work with my coaches around this and continue to do this work, this self-awareness work, again, guess what? Understand, own, and translate this, our own little model. Was I able to really start to think about, uh, did the kaleidoscope start to stop rotating so much? And for me, the overarching big agenda is educator, or the role is educator, and I think the big agenda is education. It's teaching people about their ADHD so they can overcome that challenge and have a bigger impact. And all of a sudden, when that was revealed to me through work, through practice, trying different things, and seeing where it really resonated for me, it made sense. Then it just, it's, it's given, it's paid back in dividends like I cannot imagine. Thanks for sharing that, Cam. And I will say that my big agenda is something that is still highly evolving. So again, it's okay to know exactly what your big agenda is, as Cam does now. It took him years to get there, as one of my clients does. It's okay to have a big agenda that's still evolving. So long as you have those signposts, and why are those signposts important? And here's where we come back to the word completion. And the idea that completion doesn't have to mean doing the big thing, reaching the big goal. It can instead mean all of the little steps along the way. So we reach a completion. So we reach a completion that's a step on our way to something bigger. And what do those signposts do for us? Well, they give us context. We can go back and look in our celebration phase. What made this worth doing? Is this getting me closer to these signposts? Is this getting me closer to the future that I envision, to living my authentic life? I really appreciate how you said that your big agenda is still developing. And I think that's where someone with ADHD, we can get hung up on this whole notion of, of, of this completing in order. Oh, Cam and Shelly are saying, I got to have a big agenda. So I'm going to focus all my energy there and find out that big agenda. Then, you know, then I can proceed. And it is something that is going to evolve. And this is part of that whole journey approach or journey perspective is uh, being open to it and letting it inform, but it's not a box you need to check off before you go forward. And I would say I I would be um, audacious on my part to say that my big agenda is fully developed. I think it's still developing. That's just about being human. But as we're going, it's, it's this moment this is back to this completion celebration package. 
is we will often complete and then feel like we don't have the time to stop and acknowledge what we just did. We jump to the next thing because, quote unquote, we're behind, right? I don't have time. Cam, I don't have time to pause and acknowledge where I am. So completing and then celebrating is pausing, turning back, and and exercising this muscle in the brain that doesn't get enough. It's reflecting, reflecting on it. What happened? Where am I now? What have I learned? And then what of that learning can I take forward? How does this inform, this experience, inform who I am on some larger scale? What I'm passionate about, what, my, what I value, my basic needs. Not that we do that every time we do something, but just to have that in the background because it's this chance to kind of just tap the brakes, turn back, reflect, and move forward. I would say that what I do as a coach is I am paying attention to where the energy is. And often when a client is energetic and invested and uh, you can just sort of see it in their every fiber of their body, that they're, we're really close to the big agenda. We're getting close. And that's when I'm going to pay more attention. Conversely, if it's, <laughs> if there's a flat, right? Kind of like if there's a sort of a flat or, you know, negative, uh, no energy whatsoever. I know that we're, we're not in the vicinity. So coaches, we go to school to listen. That's what coaching is, is listening and then reflecting back what we're noticing. But we can also do this with other partners. Just you have to have that sounding board and that trusted individual who's going to give you objective feedback. Absolutely, Cam. And I like your call out about what the big agenda is and what it's not. It's meant to be a guiding light. It's not meant to be another project. And I want to add to that something that you said in there made me think of this too. What it's also not and what it's really not is anything involving the word should. It is not anything involving the word should. What you should be doing, what you ought to be doing, what you feel guilty about not doing, this is not big agenda stuff. This is the stuff that our clients come to coaching for and the stuff that we do a lot of work with our clients on. But the big agenda is not about guilt or shame or who I ought to be or what I ought to do. The big agenda is about who you are becoming and what matters to you and living in integrity because your life and your actions and your work reflect what matters to you. And those things are not in conflict, as was the case with my client who made the decision in coaching to go for a career change, a decision that when he first came to coaching was not on the table. He came to coaching, solve my pain at work. 
right? It was hearing those other things and hearing the conflicts that wouldn't be resolved, even if we did all of that work that brought that out. There's another piece here about having ADHD. You just talked about integrity and authenticity. And um, there's there's some thinking that we can't show up authentically, that we're hiding behind something. We're trying to pass in a neurotypical world. And so big agenda is, it's some vulnerability there. It's revealing. And so that's one piece that I want to bring in that's related to ADHD. The other thing, as you were saying, metaphor can be extremely beneficial here. And I'm just thinking about many of my clients like the notion of uh, their North Star. It's that, again, orienting like an internal compass. What is their North Star? What are they heading for? That they're not necessarily, we're ever going to get there, right? We don't get to the North Star, but what it does is it provides orientation of, and when we have direction and scope, and we feel like we're moving in the right direction, that's the magic. Those are the magical moments in the work that I do with my clients. It's when they feel like they're on the path they want to be on. The issue, and again, last week we talked about distraction. The challenge is we get out there and we're often, you know, the clouds come in and the North Star is not so readily available to us. And so we're hacking through the woods you know, with our machete, trying to find, you know, get back to that path. And so being patient and considering what are the elements that create your constellation to find that North Star, be curious. And last week we talked about the six C's and I sort of distinguished on either side of commitment was the the ideation side and the production side. And we can get kind of hung up in one or the other. And there's a balance there is that moving forward intentionally is about doing work on either side, being at choice, being curious, then taking that creative action to a completion point and acknowledging that work you're doing, the steps you're taking. There's a a sense of presence here. Well said, Cam. And this is certainly a topic that we will come back to again and again, because this is one of the big frameworks that we coach our clients within, within their own big agendas. It's always there. It's always, no matter what we're talking about, if we're talking about time or paperwork or sleep, it's there. And it's the reason our clients keep showing up over and over again for coaching. If you like what we're doing here on the podcast, you can help us out by leaving a rating or review wherever you listen. If you have feedback to share or you just want to give Cam a hard time, you can hit us up on Twitter at TranslatingADHD or on the website TranslatingADHD.com. And until next week, I'm Shelly. I'm Cam. And this was Translating ADHD. Thanks for listening.